Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Now... I actually just got a message earlier today from uh, Joseph, and Joe uh, Joe sent us some uh, video from the Mall of America. Now, I'm going to put this up on the Facebook page. You guys can check it out. But every single woman there is freaking wearing a hijab or whatever and covered up. It's like the freaking Middle East in there. Amazing, amazing. I haven't been to... Uh to a mall where I've seen that many people like that since uh, Bahrain. I was a little shocked. Um, So with that, it got me thinking, and I was like, you know, tell me about chemical weapons and uh, biological attacks. That sounds like something I might need to brush up on. I feel like Al-Qaeda could be hiding around any, uh, you know, behind the uh, Victoria's Secret booth. (laughs) I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I go in for some of those calendars. I'm like, oh, you know, a new year coming up, 2018. I'm getting pumped. I'd really like a calendar with kittens on it. Right. You know, one of those ones that's like hang in there. Yeah. You yep. know, like he's like on the curtains and like, oh, fuck, it's going to end bad. Oh, come on. And no. So, I, you know, it got me thinking. I'm like, you know, gee. You know, maybe I carry a gun, but, uh, you know, th- there's other ways they could get me. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, if he brings out a knife and I'm like, yeah, yeah that's not going to work. Or brass knuckles, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a little something. I don't know if that works in Mall of America, but, you know, who knows? Um, So uh, you, you've been doing some research on uh, biological weapons. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been... Uh looking into it i actually uh was surprised at how uh 
how much people were talking about uh, the Islamic State is is working towards uh, working on biological and chemi- chemical weapons. A lot. So right? they found a couple of uh, couple of uh, facilities used to create them, but they don't think they've uh, successfully done it so far. Now, who is that guy, uh, Chemical Ali, back in uh, Iraq? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was real big on uh, on. On he poisoning, uh, gas and stuff, yeah, right? he was he was gassing his own uh, his own people. Well, they're Kurds, so they weren't technically his own his people. own people. They were his right. countrymen, but yeah. But uh, so what else is going on there with ISIS? And uh, well, I know in uh, 2016 they did have some uh, like mustard gas and that kind of stuff in Syria. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what that was their big one in uh, in Syria was mustard gas, and they. They used a, another one. They said they they weren't sure what it was, um, but yeah, they killed forty seven people in that attack, and then the one previous to that, there was quite a few. It was quite quite a few more. And I think that was even like Trump's daughter was offended yeah. when you kill people. It was it was so, oh, whoa, yeah, you know. So all right, now tell me. So uh, biological weapons. Now what does that mean? What, Bi- what's... A biological weapon is is a disease that you can. Uh, that you can use to infect a population. Anthrax. Anthrax is a biological uh-huh. weapon. Okay. Smallpox. Uh, there's actually a couple that I had not even thought of as being a, a realistic threat. But um, let's talk about smallpox real quick. Let's talk before about we get smallpox. Started. All right. Smallpox killed about 300 million people in the 20th century. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of folks. Um, there's n- nobody is contracted smallpox i think the last one was 1978 until california now they have all these illegals there and well well hypothetically okay smallpox does not exist any place except for in uh chemical or uh like uh, the cdc labs labs like that all right um but they stopped giving routine vaccinations to the population in the united states in 1972 so you're probably you're probably out of date uh, that means that you're just as as likely to uh, to die from smallpox as somebody as that's somebody that's, in a third world country. Yeah, exactly. Especially exactly. if the third world country is sending their kids to my school. Yeah. Now the only place that they've got smallpox is in the United States and uh, uh, Russia. So hypothetically, they're all pretty safe. Okay. You know, you you won't be able to find and produce smallpox unless it's a, a government run accident, you know, something like that. Those have been known to happen. Right. We're not exactly, you know, not top exactly shelf security uh, people. Right. And Russia is kind of known for the the same thing. It can be sneaky. Now, I'll tell you the the most likely form of uh of disease to be used in a biological weapon is anthrax. We are talking about that okay. specifically. Most likely uh, bac- uh, bacillus anthracus is the name of the strain that they would use. And what would that be? That's like, do I have anything to compare it to that I know or not really? No, not really. Now, you remember that there was a, a biological uh, attack in the United States with anthrax uh, a yes. week after September 11th. Yes. A lot of people forgot about it. We were sending envelopes to people with white powder. Yep, and yep. Oh. Uh, 2001 anthrax. They called it Amerithrax. That's the name of the, Ooh, uh, the, nice. the incident when it happened. Uh, September 18th, letters containing anthrax spores 
arrived at several news outlets and two Democratic U.S. senators. That's uh, Tom Daschle and Patrick uh, Leahy. I think we probably all know who they are. Now, where did uh, this come from? It came from a U.S. lab. Oh, so they aren't as secure as we might have thought. No, they're not. No, not. uh, uh, Let's see. There's 22 people were infected from this. Five died. Wow. So um, they think they know who did it, but they're not really sure. They think it was this guy named. Encouraging. Sixteen years later, this guy named uh, Bruce Edwards Ivins. He's from the uh, the U.S. Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases. That's where he worked. Uh, He's believed to be the culprit, but it's not unknown. It's not known because he killed himself in two thousand and eight, overdosing on Tylenol PM. Oh well, that you know that's a given. Now his lawyer asserts that. Ivan's wasn't was innocent in the deaths. Um, that he wouldn't he would never do anything like that. Now we don't really know. Good to know. We tracked it possibly to the lab that he worked at. Possibly. I thought these all had like DNA to the strain of the virus. Like I always hear, like if you get like syphilis or something like that, well, it was, they can tell the strain. Yeah, it was the strain that was in that lab. Okay. But there are other labs with the exact same strain. All right. Now, they got a bunch of letters, and uh, the first letter read, this is next. Take penicillin, death to America, death to Israel, Allah is great. Ooh. That was the first letter. Not like a, you know, not a literary pro, but, you know, something to chew on there. All right. Now, if you do take penicillin immediately, you're probably going to be okay. Really? Immediately, though. That means, like... You open it up. There's anthrax. You know it's anthrax. You go to the hospital. They give you penicillin. Maybe you'll you'll survive. All right. Shot in the ass. Now you and me, we both uh, gotten some anthrax shots. Yeah, I think and they, they were, called it a uh, vaccine A. Yeah, they were amazing. They were they. My arm kind of kicked was your so ass, swollen. right? I couldn't use it for for two or three days afterwards. That one, it, it's like a uh, for those of you who didn't go through it, and those who you, who did, you mm-hmm. know, you can have some uh, fond memories here. Yeah. Um, when you get it, it's kind of like a uh, tetanus shot, where you get it kind of right in the bicep there. Right. And uh, I think, well, how'd it go? Like at first, you got like one, and then like a month later, right? There's and a then series. Like every third month and then every yeah, six then every months, six months. And i'm way out of date a year yeah and it went on but so they'd give you this shot in the bicep and you could feel it kind of burning as it went through right. your vein like uh-huh. you'd feel it travel down your arm you'd feel that burning and be like ah and just not gonna like you're not crying or anything but you knew it was there and you could feel where it was in your body yeah that's right it was it kind was of a pleasant. uh yeah not pleasant and then I seem to remember everybody waking up the next morning. We were underway. And, uh, you know, you go to push yourself up to climb out of the rack on the ship, and nobody's arms work. Yeah. And they all kind of fell out, out of the, the racks floor. the next morning. And going, no! <laughs> so those were hard times. Yeah. Now, there, before we, uh, well, let's, let's talk about anthrax here. Okay. Um, yeah, I got you off pace here. Yeah, I think you're you threw me off for a second. Me, but uh, anthrax. fast treatment with uh, with antibiotics is the only chance you have at a uh, cure once it's been inhaled. Okay. So 
you can be infected by breathing the spores in, eating food or drinking something that's contaminated with anthrax, and uh, you could get your spore, uh, spores in a cut or a scrape. Those are the ways you can get it. All right. Now, eating it or drinking it, it's going to make you really sick, but you're probably going to be fine. So accidental, you know, you're probably going to be go, be fine so if, you if you go to a hospital. So if you get a letter, not... it's full of white powder, and you're like, I could eat this. Mm-hmm. You're eat thinking it. Don't breathe somebody, <laughs> You're thinking somebody sent me one of those, what, dipping dots or what, uh-huh. what is it called? I don't know. With the stick and you uh-huh. lick it and the sugar. I don't know. And you happen to have one of those sticks in your right. pocket. You lick it. You're going to be you're going to no. be okay. Okay. No, you're not going to be okay. No. You if you go to the hospital immediately and get the penicillin, you'll probably be okay. But if All you right. breathe it in, not not good. Right. Not good. Um Now there's a specific the the bacilli, bacillus anthracis. That's the one that um that's designed. Now you can get anthrax from eating contaminated beef and things like that that are uncooked. I've heard this, but that sort of anthrax is uh, it's going to make you really sick. It's probably not going to kill you. Right, or if you go to watch that band back in the day. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're still that, touring. Apparently, I found that out when I was uh, now they looking some into of the guys anthrax. when they all hated each other. Something about Joey Belladonna or something. I don't know. When they all hated each other, they made a band called Stormtroopers of Death. Uh huh. I don't know. They uh, they had a song called AIDS. AIDS. And it apparently meant uh, anally injected death sentence. Wow. (laughs) And I'm wondering, would that be considered uh... a biological (laughs) (laughs) That seems very politically incorrect. (laughs) Well, it was a a long time ago. So somebody just brought that up to me like two days ago. All right. All right. We were talking, and he's like, do you remember Stormtroopers of Death? And I'm like, I guess. And he's like, remember that song? And I'm like, yeah, all right. So I threw off your game there on that yeah. one. Yeah. All right, I want to move on to... Uh, Adult topics? No, this is this is one's, no. this one's a lot more fun. Okay. All uh, right, let's do it. 1984, Rajneeshi bioterror attack. A lot of people don't remember this. This happened in the United States. 751 people were infected. Hmm. Um, it was a typhim. Hmm. It's salmonella and and, and some scary Let's words. Call that yeah. Yeah. Typhirium. Uh, yeah. Typhir. Typhimurium. I guess that's what they're calling it. Regardless, I wouldn't keep trying. To it's salmonella. It. I don't think you're helping yeah. anything. It's salmonella. It's a form of salm- salmonella. Right. Now, what was happening was there's a uh, a mystic named uh, Baghwan. Shri Ranjishi, and he began a cult in the 1970s. It was a mixture of capitalism, meditation, dirty jokes, and open sexuality. Now I don't know how dirty jokes fit into uh, you could fit make into a, a religion, case. but honestly, I'm on board with all of these except for the the meditation. So I don't know. I mean, I might have been. You don't have that kind of patience, cult. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so they moved to a. Uh, he had like thirty thousand people coming to visit him in uh, Mumbai. Okay, every every month. So, found a couple of rich people, bought sixty four thousand acre ranch in Oregon. That's a big ranch. It's a big spot. That uh, seven thousand followers living on the ranch. Okay. Uh, they all wore red, and they wanted to build a big city on top of a mountain, but they couldn't get the permits to do it. 
Really, if you have, you said 64,000 acres? Right. You're subject to permits? Yes. And on top of this, All right, go they on. also had 7,000 people there to swing the vote to, to replace the candidates. But unfortunately, the 7,000 people were mostly uh, foreign. They didn't register. They were, oh. they were foreigners. So and they, they gathered up 2,000 homeless people. And bust them all in and put them all in houses. Smart. But a lot of them couldn't vote because they weren't residents yet. Ah. So instead of waiting and getting residency and doing all that sort of stuff. You don't want to waste time on right. stuff like they that. Decided to, um, they decided to uh, contaminate uh, salad bars at 10 restaurants with this, uh, with this salmonella so they can poison in, in this town so they could poison off. Uh, all the people that were going to vote against them. That's smart. Yep. That's so smart. So they just went into each each restaurant. I think they were called uh, Dallas Taco. And uh, they poured it all over the salad bar stuff and in the salad dressing. So 751 people were infected, but they used the wrong strain of salmonella. Tell so me. they didn't actually kill people. They just poisoned them all. And they, they all had still, explosive diarrhea. They still didn't realize that it was these people that did it. They thought it was dirty work, uh, dirty workers, because the workers got sick first. That's smart. So it wasn't until like a year later that they they uncovered this plot. They raided the compound and found the labs in there where they were making another batch. So, just keep that in mind. Salmonella can be used as a uh, chemical weapon. chemical weapon or biological weapon. Um. Next one, botulism. Now, I always thought of botulism as That's just when the poison cans food. Bulging, right. They, right? The cans bulge. Got it. Good, yeah. Uh, but it's highly toxic, and it can be aerosoled. Now, I, I didn't realize that one about gram the of aerosoled botulism okay. can kill a million people. That's a, a million people. people out of one gram of aerosoled botulism. I don't think that I'd like this botulism no, to speak of. No. Could be uh, released as an aerosol or put in food and food or water supply. You can be cured, but it's expensive, long term cure for it. So it's not like uh, if it's widespread, it's not, not like everybody's going to make on it. You. Yeah, yeah. Starts with paralysis and breathing problems, and that begins in the first twenty four hours of uh, aerosol uh, exposure, after breathing it in yeah. after right. inhalation. Right. So that's a that's a pretty uh, fantastic one. Now uh, I looked in Ebola. Um, do you remember when that uh, that cult in Japan poisoned? Uh, I think it was sarin gas in the subways. Yes. Uh, I think they killed like sixty four people. Well, That's first people. they sent a medical expedition to Africa during an Ebola outbreak to try and get a uh, get a sample yep. and bring it back. They were unable to do it. How is that possible? Like how? Could know, you not like pull that off? Infected, right. Yeah. I mean, everyone's like, oh, crap, I keep getting it and I don't want it. Right. And these guys are like, if only. <laughs> if only we could just get one of you guys sick. But uh, apparently it's super expensive to culture Ebola to make it big now, enough, en- enough thought, that you could actually now, again, this is spread from, the illness. from news stories and when Ebo- the Ebola outbreak was going on. But didn't they say that it had like some ridiculous long germination period, like twenty days or something like right, that? Right, where you get one person sick and they can infect a lot right. of other people because they have they time before they have real symptoms, right. right? And they said it was sexually transmitted, 
mm-hmm. you know, in addition to in whatever. In addition to everything else, yeah. Right. So I'm like, why don't you just send some guy off to, you know, with all these people, and then they're going to spread it, and it, it seems like you, you could take out all, go of, visit all of Hollywood. Of, yeah, there you go. You know, really, you just have Get to send one person yeah. into uh Just give it to Weinstein, Weinstein and, yeah, and, and it'll go everywhere. It's everywhere. I mean, to me... Next thing you know, the ficuses I thank God have that Ebola. things like this don't happen. Uh-huh. But, I mean, everybody has to be thinking that. You're like, how do bad guys not... Yeah, apparently Ebola is not not likely. It's It just doesn't really spread like that, huh? No, no. I mean, or not typically. Not typically. And usually if you have one or two infected people, they isolate them quickly. So you have to infect a lot of people at, this, mm. at the and same time. And really if the to, pus to and stuff to... isn't coming out. Yeah. All right. Good yeah. to know. Now, the real one that a lot of people are worried about, bubonic plague. Really? Yeah. And now you think of it as, as most people do, as being spread by fleas on rats. Fleas on rats and throwing dead bodies in the well. Right. Comes to mind. Yep. Yeah, there you go. And it's a bacteria. You think, you know, you just get some penicillin, you're good. But, but I always, there's always a but. But if you are infected um, by inhaling it, which it can be made into an aerosol. Okay. Then uh, it's it's one of the most, it's considered to be one of the most secondary to anthrax, uh, likely serious bioterrorism threats. Uh, aerosol dissemination of the ba- uh, bacteria could cause pneumonic plague, which is in your lungs instead of in your bloodstream. And uh, it's easy to access to easy access to the z- disease because it's all over the place. Okay, you're, you're pretty much fucked if you uh, if you get it. Pneumonic plague. Okay. Um, techniques for mass production and aerosol dissemination have been developed. By many countries. That means countries have specifically designed the uh, the use now, and the application here in of the this. Uh, United States and and our fellow uh, UN member nations. We all agree that uh, chemical weapons are a no go. No chemical weapons. No biological weapons. We don't even like to drop napalm them. on people. <laughs> now, oh, isn't crazy. there something about uh, Lyme disease? Some kind of rumor that it came from government. I don't know. Man-made. They they say that this county is the uh, the epicenter where it came. Yeah, from. yeah. Ulster no, we're, County we're and pretty cool um, like that. Duchess County are the are the. I've the had a few dogs that would agree with you. Yeah, I, my son would agree with you. See, He's it's it. it's everywhere. My neighbor across the street got it, and she tried to heal herself through herbal remedies, and she and that put her, her in the hospital. Down, yeah. She's. I just saw her earlier today. She's walking with a walker. A walker. Yeah, I saw her with shorts on the other day. She looks like a like a victim from a concentration camp. Man. Oh, that doesn't sound promising. Yeah, no, it was not good. It's don't try if you get a if you get that, don't try and not treat it yourself no. with home remedies. It's not going to work. But um, at least if you have the hardcore Ulster County strain. Yeah. Fatality rate for pneumonic plague is very high. It can be spread person to person through coughing and sneezing, airborne. Uh, it and only I don't even wash my hands all that much. So I no. mean, no, I eat every all my food with my hands. I eat spaghetti with my hands. I don't I never wash them. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> and and there are antibiotic resistant strains that are oh. already out there. All right. So if you're looking to start a plague, 
That's the that's the go to right there. That's my the wife keeps saying she yells at everyone for buying antibacterial soap. Uh huh. She's like, you put that in the bathrooms. That's just helping, you know, the, the strains mutate. <laughs> Getting uh, stronger, you man. You know, they get stronger and stronger because mm-hmm. every bathroom has antibacterial soap in it. Now, and only the strong survive. That's right. Only how the the strong ones make it. So it's not good. Um, now, now that's that's pretty much the overview of the biological, of biological. weapons. But there is one I want to touch on that's chemical before we. Uh, before I get excited about ones. more chemical, yeah. all right, and that's ricin. Ricin. Now we've all heard about it. Now this we is all... castor beans. Is that what it comes from? Is that what yeah, I've heard? Yeah, that's right. And you can actually make it at home if you want to make it at home. Yeah, it's we're not going to tell you make. how. But well, well, I we mean, are. I found out how to do it on the internet in about fifteen seconds. So it's and not. So I should be watching for the <laughs> FBI to knock on the door. Yeah. Well, I didn't make the website. I'm just saying it's out there. If you want to make ricin and poison, uh, poison people with it. Now the problem with it is that, that it's that not easily yeah. e- easily spread. You have to consume it. Okay. Um, so you can uh, well there there is a mist that you can make, but, but I again, don't know it, how. I think it wasn't like you had to kind of spray it in people's faces, right? And I'd once seen. you get infected, it's not like you can give it to another person. Okay, so it's not spread person. Yeah, to person. you need something that multiplies. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really want to be the bad guy. But there's no antidote. If you get it, you're screwed. You're screwed. You're done for. All right. So stay away from the ricin. If you're exposed, it says said in in one of the things that I was reading. If you feel like you are exposed to ricin, immediately take your clothes off and wash, scrub your entire body with soap and water. So how would you know if you were exposed to ricin? I don't know. And if you eat it, the soap and water isn't going to do anything for you. All right. Well, I got to say that the focus of my uh, chemical weapon study seems to be mustard gas. And mustard gas, and mustard mustard gas. gas. All right, let's. No, I uh, do have a little bit on chlorine gas. Mm. And that one's another one that's easy to make, is it? Yeah, yeah I'd imagine. All right, now they say with chlorine gas, are, are we ready to? I'm to ready jump to jump in? right into it. All right, so chlorine gas. You want to be aware of any yellow green gas. Mm. Now I think I've seen that in some Batman movies. Yep. Does that sound correct? Yep. Okay. Um, Floating around with a strong smell of bleach. That does sound like chlorine to mm-hmm. me. I'm seeing something there. Now, some of the soldiers in World War One remember they always had, whenever you see pictures of World War One, you always see them with the hardcore gas masks. Right. That was like one of the wars where that was the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they described it as smelling like pepper and pineapple. I'm not sure how okay. you get that out of chlorine smell. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually interacted with uh, chlorine gas before. It's that's not how I would describe it. It says you may have trouble breathing or seeing, burning your eyes a little bit, mm-hmm. and you may feel a slight burning sensation. Yeah, I would not describe it as a slight burning sensation no. myself. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> I'd leave slight out of that. You'd leave slight. Yeah. All right. What you'd want to do, um, move quickly into an area with clean air. Turns out yeah. you want to get away from that shit. Now the gas... You probably were like, what should I do? Oh, my God. If I saw a big green cloud, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Move away. Now, they uh, they think that one of the, one of the um, guesses on the uh, chemical warfare in Syria, the second, the second uh, situation, they think it was chlorine gas. They dropped uh, barrels of chlorine, 50-gallon 50, 50 drums, and burst them over the city. So as they exploded... 
the vaporized gas, kind the gas, of, yeah, the and gas settles, settles down because gas, right? Because the, the, the chlorine, chlorine is heavier than air, right? So they say you want to get to high ground kind of thing if you're trying to get away from chlorine right. gas, right? Don't run down um, the hill, the hill to get away from it because it's right. going to follow you. Now, this is the excitement I found on Wikipedia because I'm all over the place looking at chemical weapons, mm-hmm. different things, you know, trying to get on the FBI's radar, you right, know, right? Right. So. They said, grab a cotton pad or any fabric, mm-hmm. your T-shirt perhaps, soak it, wait for it. This is straight from Wikipedia, not from the prepping badass. I okay. have to make a disclaimer here. <laughs> this is not your idea. Soak it in urine. Okay. All right. Hold it to your nose. All right. <laughs> as a mask. The Canadian military survived the first large-scale chlorine gas attack in World War One, by using urine instead of water under the presumption that the urine crystallizes the gas. Okay. Now, I have heard if you get stung by a jellyfish, you want to pee on it to make it stop stinging. Uh-huh. I don't know if there's a connection. I don't think that that actually works. I think you still You just want to pee stung. on people? Yeah, I think you're still stung, but now you also have somebody's pee on you. <laughs> now, um, I will say that there is ammonia Okay. urine, and mixing ammonia and chlorine gas together is the recipe for mustard, for mustard gas. gas. Oh, we weren't supposed to say that out loud on the air. <laughs> I think that's kind of a like elementary school thing that you yeah. learn, though, because that's always well, like I mean, the no, no, yeah. don't. If you're cleaning something, don't mix bleach and, and, and ammonia. ammonia. And that's that's always the warning. That's why you know because they're like, oh, you'll make mustard gas. This isn't yeah. a big secret. This is a good safety tip yeah. to know in your life because you're cleaning shit and you're like, hey, this works for cleaning and this works for cleaning. Let's if I it put them together, whammy. it'll be super. A one-two combo of cleanliness. That's actually a no-go on that one. So we weren't going to give out the secret, but it turns out we want to save you from dying and scrubbing yeah, the bathtub. I actually have poisoned my my house with... with now, that's not exactly the exact way to make mustard gas. It's a rudimentary <laughs> way. But I'm not going to get into it. But I did once accidentally uh, bomb my house with, with, with mustard uh, gas. mustard gas, and, and that uh, was not pleasant. No, nah, I, I, I couldn't even. I had to open all the windows. It was December. I opened the windows, and we just left for about two hours. I just had to suffer the heating bill costs after after I got back. Sounds right. Now, they say remove all clothing. This is still with uh, chlorine gas. Right. Remove clothing that may have been exposed to the gas, being sure not to let the clothes touch your face or head. Cut yeah. the clothes off if that's what's required. Clean your body thoroughly with a lot of soap and water. This is back to your other uh, mm-hmm. stuff. Rinse your eyes with water. If your vision is blurred or your eyes burn, or if you wear contact lenses, Throw them away. In the garbage. In the garbage. However, water mixed with chlorine gas can turn into hydrochloric acid, so be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hydrochloric acid is not really that bad. No? No. It's not I mean it's not something you want to be rubbing on your eyes and, and face and things, but it's not it's not chlorine <clears throat> gas is a big difference there. All right. So because of its simplicity and, and simple to make um let's talk about mustard gas a little bit all right so mustard gas first became a thing in uh, world war ii now i also saw i think they were trying to bring something back 
in the new Wonder Woman movie. Oh, I haven't seen they, it. Oh, well, there's something there. Okay. No, they, they try and actually, people had the gas masks, and they were like, let's get something that goes through the gas masks. Okay. So they try and one-up it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into any details. I thought they used mustard gas in World War One too. Well, because that was from WW2 time. Right, mustard gas is WW1. Okay. That's when it starts. Um, mustard gas agent has been mostly commonly most commonly produced chemical weapon. All right. The United States, Germany, Russia, and Iraq are all said to have produced mustard gas during the 20th century. Okay. I, I don't know how we got a little... Well, the 20th oh, you know century it's was... ABC News, and they always like to put us in anything bad. Yeah, but 20th century, I mean, that covers a lot of ground, man. Yeah, That's does. World War One, you know? Mustard gas refers to several manufactured com- chemicals including sulfur mustard that do not occur naturally in the environment. Sulfur mustard can be a vapor, an oily textured li- liquid, or a solid. Mustard gas, I don't think it's mustard gas then, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a solid. But mustard gas is actually a liquid, and it is not likely to change into a gas immediately. If it is released at ordinary temperatures... As a weapon, it is spread by explosive force, which is what you kind right. of mentioned, which converts it into the vapor. Ba- what you right. were saying with chlorine, but right, same, 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 sort of same thing, idea. Right? Mustard gas is known as a blister agent, causing chemical burns at the cellular cellular level. Right. I don't know why I can't talk tonight. Too many beers. Um, Contact with mustard gas causes painful, long-lasting blisters to form on the skin and on the mucous membranes. The blister agent reacts with water in skin cells and in the lungs and literally tears apart cellular structures. It can cause severe eye and lung damage and can also cause blindness. Mm. And you're like, well, how is that lethal? Because a lot of those people died over in Syria. Right. That was pretty uh, substantial, you know? Yeah. Um, Exposure to sulfur mustard is usually not fatal. When sulfur mustard was used during World War I, it killed fewer than 5% of the people who were exposed and received medical care. That's where you go wrong in Syria. Right. According to the CDC... Persons exposed to significant concentration without a protective equipment are at great risk. 10 milligrams can kill one person. Moreover, mustard-related injuries are so painful and debilitating that several soldiers are required to take care of each casualty, thus reducing the military effectiveness and the effectiveness of battlefield forces. Yeah, if I recall correctly... When they would do that, they would follow up with an immediate attack while people were trying to uh, get gas masks on and and evacuate people. Now, symptoms, itchy skin, irritation, swelling, watering of the eyes, runny nose, sneezing, sinus pain, shortness of breath, burning sensation in the lungs, diarrhea, fever, nausea, vomiting. None of these sound good. No. Sounds like. The side effects I see in all those commercials for like Viagra, yeah, or whatever. for all the all the. Uh, I'm like, oh wait, what's going on? You it know? sounds exactly like the symptoms or the side effects from now, the anthrax vaccine. What's also. weird though with mustard gas is symptoms may not occur for two to twenty four hours. 
Really? That's a little unusual and unexpected. But again, this is ABC. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. You know, who Maybe knows? Maybe it just gets on the skin and... Um, Artillery know. shells and landmines can be used to spread, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, can also be released in the air or water. Um, 1980 to 1988 in the Iran-Iraq War. Iranian soldiers and Kurdish civilians. That would be that chemical Ali guy. Mm-hmm. Is not presently used in the United States except for research. Research. Um, I... I love how they have all this stuff for research, and it keeps accidentally getting accidentally out. Accidentally getting out. And also, there was tear gas. Um, that would be another, you know, fall into the chemical weapon kind of game mm-hmm. here. Now, it's, uh, yeah, I can't even pronounce any of these. Yeah, I can tell you from experience, tear gas is, is pretty unpleasant. Used to disperse crowds, impact mm-hmm. the eyes, throat, nose, and skin. I know it burned my skin. Was yep. part of uh, yeah, chlorine gas. Um, yeah, now we talked. They're they're putting putting this all together. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, when I was, I keep uh, trying to wanting to pronounce the tear gas, uh-huh. and it's just uh, my chemistry fails me. Is what I can tell you. Yeah, I was uh, doing training on uh, uh, gas mask training. Oh yeah, and, sure. Um, they put us in a in a building full of tear gas. Yes. And then, you know, changing out canisters and that sort of stuff. And I was one of the first people to get done. Went outside and was sitting down, and my eye itched a little bit. So well, I reached up reached with my up. hand that had been exposed in that room and scratched my eye. And a, huge, a no-go. huge red welt within seconds on my, on my face. So, uh, yeah, keep that in mind, too. Now, that's not the same as the training where they say, here, go in this room with your gas mask on. And then take your gas take mask off. off. Yeah. No. Yeah, and that was that was a different one, but yeah, I, I remember that one also. All right. So that's pretty much what I got on chemical weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, all this stuff I find kind of scary and whatever. There's not really much you can do, but be aware of your surroundings, who's around you, what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, and like, hey, you know, there's some suspicious characters, but. Something explodes out of a backpack, or somebody steps on a you know landmine IED of some sort, right? Or you know some mortar shell coming in. There's not really much you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fresh water yeah. washed down. Uh, you know, you got you haven't got a lot of choices here. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Uh, what I'd say is uh, carry around some penicillin. What they say is is nope. minimize contact with other people in these these sorts of situations. Don't go to the Mall of America. Sanitation. Stay away from the Mall of America. Smart. And uh, quarantine yourself. Oh. You need to shut yourself up in your house and, and lock what the doors if I and get don't lonely? let anybody in. Oh, wait, because I don't want bad people coming in. All right, I got to protect me. Yeah, Numero you want infected uno. people in. Right, got it. Now, chemical weapons, not not the same as, as no. biological weapons. Biological weapons spread from person to person. Right. Chemical weapons are... You know, you're not going to infect other people with that. You're just going to be poisoned and and die. Unless now, I uh, wasn't wasn't didn't Hitler get some brain damage from mustard gas? Uh, that might just be a rumor, one. but I feel like that's I true. I seem to remember the syphilis being what did him in <laughs> something about whores or something. Amphetamines. Amphetamines. Yeah, mm-hmm. it turns out now. 
Didn't you have some kind of update on uh, brass knuckles? I did. I did. Apparently, I have to look here. Apparently, I said in the last episode that brass knuckles are not legal anywhere. Not You're true. Way off. Way off. Way off. They're illegal in most places. I would say it's it's completely legal in Georgia. Okay. Like just anybody, anytime, any you know, hey, place they I want. I might need to go out, rough people up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now in in South Dakota, Arizona, Indiana, Idaho, Ohio, uh, Wisconsin, Wyoming, um, Utah, Missouri, Michigan, and a couple other places, it's okay to carry them as long as you're not carrying them with the intention of fucking somebody up. That's smart. So you can carry them around. As long as you're not putting them in your pocket and planning on going over to somebody's house and whipping their ass. Right, but if somebody happens to say, hey, let's throw down. Mm-hmm. And you happen to have them in your pocket, then That's you're okay. That's all good. I mean, because they brought it up. Right. I mean, you're the victim the way I see it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, that was brought to your attention by uh That was John. Emails? John. John. Yeah, John let us know that uh, I had made that mistake in that the last we were dropping episode. I appreciate the ball. that. Yeah, I don't It's like uh, you were holding the ball. And I don't then... like to uh, give out information that's incorrect without, you know, right. try and correct myself when I make mistakes. All right. I mean, just as long as you're held accountable, you know, that's what I'm really looking for. That's right. Um, now, uh, Tell do me. you want to get into anything else here? I, I mean, there's a lot going on in the world, a lot of craziness yeah. apparently uh venezuela is, is completely collapsed now they've just uh, uh they've eaten all the canceled. dogs they've eaten all the cats yeah they're not paying back anybody that loaned the money to help them get out of this situation did you really think it was a good loan when you you know <laughs> when you were like hey venezuela is selling bonds and they're gonna pay 20 percent interest right. on it you were like yeah let's keep buying them chuck and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah, I, I feel a little, a little <laughs> iffy about that. You know, that could go south. I'd rather put my money in medical marijuana. And yeah. you're like, no, that no, would, That would have been the smarter one. It's but, true. You know, all right. We all have dreams. Actually, I hear, uh, I heard the guy from, uh, he was a, a former, like, CEO of General Motors or something. He was like, Uber and Lyft and companies like that are going to be the uh, future. That's the future, huh? That's where we should be putting our uh, investment money. That's where he puts his investment money. Because he was saying that uh, basically self-driving cars. Uh huh. And people were like, "Oh, wait, what about Tesla? They're all over that shit." And they were like, "Tesla doesn't know what they're doing." They said Tesla has their uh, their priorities on uh, like sensors. And mm-hmm. looking at everything, whereas GM and everybody else is going to pass them by because they're planning on uh, mapping the entire country. Okay. And they're like, mapping is the way to go. Forget stupid sensors. They're like, sensors, you need them. Mm-hmm. But that's just part of it. Right. They're like, they're missing the whole mapping and knowing the roads. I now, don't know about I don't know about any of that, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, because I was going to uh, go put all my money in there now. <laughs> well. that That's probably not a good idea. Well, it's probably a good idea. It probably is. But what are you going to do? I, I, I put my faith in Elon Musk. Yeah? He seems like, You're a, going like to Mars? a super genius. Yep. Smart. Smart. Now, um, if you want to correct me yes. How would on we do this that? episode, 
preppingbadass at gmail.com. Maybe you know a little something about anthrax. Yeah, if you know Maybe about you anthrax. Maybe have some warnings for Kevin about those shots we got. Yeah. I mean, are people dropping dead now? I don't even know. There was a book. Somebody wrote a book about how we're all going to die and we're a big government experiment. Yeah, well, I felt like you a felt like a government experiment. <laughs> you know, and I remember reading the side effects, and it was it was it was not good, horrible stuff. Yeah, yeah, you were like, why don't things. they give these out to all Americans like a regular vaccine? And yeah. they're like, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we could never do that. <laughs> We'd never get away with that. <laughs> That's just crazy. All right, so preppingbadass at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We have. Uh, a Facebook page. You yeah, I want to get. Like. I want to yes. get some of you guys uh, into the Facebook page, the Facebook group, because uh, it's kind of a community there where we can kind of share different ideas so and, and and what talk you want to do things. is uh, go to uh, facebook.com forward slant prepping badass. All right, you type that in. Now the page will come up and it'll say survival prepping. Mm-hmm. And what happened is Facebook didn't like to post any of my ads because, because they, they found badass. badass was just a little too offensive for some of you guys. Uh-huh. Some of you are delicate. There's I know. some flowers. There's some, some flowers, flowers out there. You know? But, uh, you know, you, you can get in there. If it says prepping badass, you'll see our kind of cool logos and uh-huh. and stuff going on there. That'd be yeah. cool. And we Definitely, also uh, do have a uh, prepping badass group. Right. If you find that. Cool thing with the badass group is when we send out notifications and stuff to you, it's actually going to get to you. Right. And that's the difference with a group and a page on Facebook. A page, if I'm like, hey, guys, we're doing this awesome thing. We're going to have a live thing. And it turns out like five of you, the you know 3,000 listeners right, or subscribers are going to get it. Whereas the prepping badass group, you're pretty much going to get you know, get the info there. So that's something you might want to do, but you should like the page. We got a lot of good stuff going on there. Um, as you know, we do have a uh, product coming up. Um, some kind of badass survival thing going on. We'll let you know, but, uh, tip is top secret right now. I don't want people to steal my good ideas. You know, they're going to be like, Oh, Whoa, (laughs) I can make my own course and Chuck's an idiot. And right out from under me. Right. Now, you might notice that me and Kevin are always on top of our game. And you're like, well, how do they do it? And I got to say, it's by starting off the day with a good cup of coffee. That's right. EDC coffee. EDC coffee. And they are willing to hook our our listeners up with uh, 10% off. 10% off all orders. Um, you just type in the word badass. Even without the 10%, gonna... it's cheaper than Starbucks. Cheaper than Starbucks, and it's tasty. It tastes good. tastes better than Starbucks. What's cool is you get to take pictures of you, your coffee, your everyday carry. Mm -hmm. They love to see them when you put them up on uh, the Instagram or on their pages. Yep. saying. Now, I uh, just got back from uh, a trip. Camping. In camping in Vermont. All right. Um, Did freeze my biscuits off. That would happen in Vermont. Yep, yep. Uh a uh, friend of mine that listens to the show went with me, and uh, he definitely made a comment about the the biscuits and and uh, oh, all that sort of stuff. Very, jerk. very uh, thought it was very funny. Oh, it was so, good. All right, as long as it's not, he doesn't have anything negative to no, say. No, he he thought it was funny. So, um, yeah. So the first uh, first two hours into the trip, okay, the water oh, started. All the, the water biscuits? started freezing. Oh, 
No. Uh, by the fourth hour, the beer started freezing. So that sounds chilly. By the fifth hour, we were down to nothing but whiskey and uh, Jägermeister. So good times were had. So by we were all. the next morning. We were cold and had headaches. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was definitely a good time. I think it got down to about sixteen degrees, and uh, you know, it was uh, it was not pleasant, but it was a little little bit chilly. But um, you know, we got down. We found some uh, some springs about a mile down from uh, where nice. we camped. So we were we were back in business pretty quickly. I like it. All right. No, I think uh, you guys are all caught up. That's what I can tell you. You can also check us out at PreppingBadass.com. Otherwise, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.